0: Hey, this is Ronja Kaminski from The Pinpricks, greetings from Germany, and you're listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast.
1: You are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast.
2: Is everybody in? Is everybody in?
3: Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. The Popmart tour was an amazing thing, really. Except it went off so well for us. Everywhere except the United States. And perhaps there's a reason for that. We opened in Las Vegas, and we had there this giant drive-in screen, this mirror ball lemon that came out like a spaceship into the middle of the audience. We had this McDonald's M that we were playing under. And no one noticed, (laughs) because it was just like every other ride in Las Vegas. And then we went to Los Angeles, and I remember for the first time in Los Angeles feeling like some popcorn. Like just, you know, something that was consumed easily and people were. And music's not like that for us. Music's life for us. It's life. And in Sarajevo and places like Chile where we played, it was like it's life and death. The first rich
1: concerns and Krieg, the first Sarajevo launch set. Irlandska YouTube uppfyllde sitt löfte och blev de första som spelade sedan fredsavtalet 95 ett utsålt fotbollsstadion 40 kanske 50 000 åskådare
4: till biljettpriser långt under det normala. There are two highlights in in that I can two things that I can think of over everything else. Number one records number one albums and that was um, Sarajevo and Belfast. And um, they both were amazing, just amazing experiences. Just to actually go into um, Sarajevo, to fly into Sarajevo, and play to um, people who were outside that stadium, they were divided and part of different communities, and all of a sudden they're in the stadium, they're all like jumping up and down together. And there was something, um, something really electrifying about that, and Bonalos' voice. So they had to sing. So something really strange happened. It was a really amazing experience, really hard. You know, we were in the, the stadium where people had been taken and executed, we were in streets where, you know, children had been slaughtered by snipers. Like, there was a lot of stuff, there was a lot of bad energy. And then, you know, you're in there playing rock and roll music. And um, you know, there's a great, there's a power to that. There's an energy to it and that it has the power to, you know, Bono was saying early on. Not to change the world in that sort of, you know, naff way, but to actually change the way people react to things and that you're that what 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 you're doing up on that stage, it's not you that's extraordinary, but the music that you're making.
1: Viva Sarievo! Fuck the past! Kiss the future!
3: Going out on the road is where that's uh, that's where you discover what these songs are all about, and uh, you have to live in those songs for a year, and and that's that's where you two are really at their best.
1: Oh,
0: man you know where you're at man uh, you're at uh i'm confused here we're doing an album by you Two today and i won't say what it is but you Two cast no 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 i i quit that podcast but my brother from you Two cast is going to be on here today this is the freeform rock podcast charles introduce our guest
5: well we have one of my top fans in the podcast well mr bob hey
4: Welcome hello to- hello
5: hello so before we uh,
0: talk to Jerry, I want to ask, I, I just want to ask you, uh, Bob, why are you picking fights with Charles? What did he do to you? I'm the one who pissed you off. Of.
6: <laughs> I'm not, I wasn't picking fights with him specifically.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know, yes. but it was pretty combative.
6: No, it, it, <laughs> it's just the whole David Lee Roth thing that gets me. uh-oh, <laughs>
1: uh-oh.
6: Oh, 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 oh. Lordy, Lordy, Mama!
7: Let's try already, to keep already getting off. into Van Halen fights. All right, yeah.
5: Roth <laughs> let <laughs> Let's try to go in peace today. Yes, on the form Rock Podcast. But Jerry Supe, I gotta say, Mark, is our first trio episode with the yeah. new the new format here. So you
7: get it, worked, jo- it works on the other shows, so it should work here as well. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, get get to, it, I'll be spreading. Uh,
5: Go ahead. Ooh, I was gonna say, it gets to join on the fun on on this here episode today. <laughs> I just I gotta let everybody know, I'm being studious. I'm wearing my glasses, so I can actually read my notes. Usually I can't read the shits, and today I can. <laughs> so uh, this should be fun. But go ahead, Mark. You're you're the actual host of this extravaganza, the Freeform Rock Nation. America's podcast. Go yeah, ahead,
0: Mark. Yeah, so for America's <coughs> podcast because we are. Nate, fuck off, cowboys. Um, Jerry, man, <laughs> this is uh, just had your first episode come out and uh, people are giving me great feedback on it. That that fucking metal church, dude, you fucking hit the nail on the head. People, you're getting people back into that band, dude. Congratulations, Jerry.
7: Why I doing something right?
5: Yeah. right, like nothing like putting pressure on me. <laughs> that episode would probably do my episode I'd do, probably do like 16 I mean yeah. I would do 16 off that fucking band <laughs> I, she picked like something knocked out of the fucking park I I, I did a, a love fest for Mark but Bob don't know it yet but everybody will know at this point I mean you had my Mike. I got bushy <laughs> I don't know if I got the good end of the stick on that or not, <laughs> Mr. from I
7: think we both did all right,
5: man. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes.
6: So. I want to know, how come there, there has not been a Top 11 Rush Tracks episode yet?
5: <laughs> well, because, Bob, I have, like, limited amount of time. Like, when, when we did Zeppelin, like, last week, Jerry was still doing his deep tracks, like, all the way to can mark we just edited that part out because he was still talking about the wonders of Candy Store Rock, and then he would go into the next song. <laughs> and we don't. Have, we have a limited amount of time. Exactly. Literally, literally, like this last episode, I went to work five minutes after we finished. So it's due to time constraints, right, Mark?
0: Yeah, we gotta keep it at two fifty. <laughs> i got it 251
5: get Al on. i love him to death but man we're gonna listen to rush stories for
0: yeah hours yeah it we can't have a, a t- rush episode without him charles needs a time for that one because yeah. i'll be talking also <laughs> with with me maybe and me and fucking Al, i'll be going Nash- back and forth
5: <laughs> maybe we do that in nashville or something we're out of time off
0: <laughs> i don't know dude I don't have any
5: equipment. Is that coming up? up. I mean, Nashville will be over by the time this is over.
6: Hey, hey, when we do do the Rush Up episode, do me a favor and wear (laughs) toques. You have to wear a toque.
7: Wear what? A toque.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can't we just go, you hoser? (laughs) Let me World, man. I mean,
6: ten bucks Ru- is ten bucks.
5: Rush, Mark, Jerry, Al. I like Rush, but I don't like. I like them a lot, but I'm not as like super fans. So it would be like, let me listen on that one. Yeah, no, I, well, I, I would did. say like, Tom Sawyer rules, and they'll be like, you don't know shit.
7: <laughs> <laughs> you only like the good song. Or you like the big <laughs> hit. <song."
1: laughs> yeah.
7: No, like, I, can, I can definitely do that, but you know, like I but, said, I'm not the rush fan. But I can definitely do that. So I like I like them enough to do an album. So but the I mean, thing, I thing said, is, yeah, every big
0: that. every big fan of a band will say, "Oh, I like I like more than a feeling by Boston." Oh, you only know the fucking good song. You know, every <laughs> fan of every band will say that about their band. That you don't know oh, the God. deep
7: tracks. You know, you know yeah, that well, bullshit. Well, every he mentioned Boston. Every song I thought the album was a hit. So yeah. yeah. There's no deep Certainly. I
5: mean, if I had you fellas on Oasis, I'd be
6: like, You don't know shit!
5: <laughs> yeah, exactly! <And laughs> you dude, don't you know a fucking thing!
6: I only <laughs> know the second album by Oasis. Uh like, oh. I thought
5: you were Deep Cut on Oasis. <laughs> What's that? I thought you were like Mr. Deep
6: Cut on Oasis. That's what I was told! Oh, man. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not Deep Cut. Like, I bought the first album, like, years and years and years ago, back when I bought CDs regularly, but I never listened to it. It's only recently that I actually started listening to Oasis Beyond Champagne Supernova.
5: Oh. <laughs> wow, well, that's my favorite Oasis song. Which I, ever. Love.
6: I love that one.
5: And definitely, maybe uh, you need to fire that CD and throw it in the old player there because that's a damn fine record. Yeah. But I understand that I have an unhealthy obsession with Oasis, and uh, I'm working on it. <laughs> that's
6: all I can say. Yeah. I just want to say, I hate Liam Gallagher. Well, I mean, I we all... Think I twat. think he's a twat.
5: <laughs> we all have our faults. It's okay. <laughs> I can deal with that. Even though his uh, his solo records have been as good as Noel's. Well, but we're getting too deep into the fucking Oasis weeds, yeah. Mark. Yeah, Where so we- Jerry's Jer- 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 Jer-
0: Jer- Jer- like... The- what we're talking okay. about, Jerry's favorite band is fucking... Uh, like Led Zeppelin, and he's still going on those deep tracks again, but uh, yeah, but, it, but yeah, I think his second hey, my, my deep tracks took fifteen seconds. Uh, to okay. Yeah, because you want <laughs> John Frusciante on us, but uh, Jerry, but uh, you're, I think your second favorite band is fucking Iron Maiden, and you fucking praise the Blaze blazer, <laughs> so you're a fucking nerd.
7: It is boys high for two, man. <laughs> Oh man, it's like
5: it, we'll have to have a debate one night about priest versus maiden.
7: <laughs> oh, there's no contest. Yeah, maiden. Thank you. Not <laughs> priest. Well, you got to. I love good. priest. I love priest. Don't get me wrong. Well, we're like yeah. way off topic.
5: No, I, I like priest better. I don't know. I'm a goofy guy. All right. Ma- Maiden's all right. I mean, I just think they got. I don't know. Hey, they they
0: didn't hot <laughs> rocking video, all right. <laughs> yeah, Priest always, uh, Maiden always made at least great
7: videos. Uh, well, they're kind of
1: like the same.
0: And and the evil that man do, men do, is a great video. Come on.
5: I mean, there's nothing wrong with little Iron Maiden, man. I mean, they have all their arms attached. Well, oh, God. I got
0: Bruce, Bruce right. Dickinson. Fucking, I know Rob is maybe a little older than Bruce or whatever, but Rob just basically does subtle moves. He walks and does. He's fucking mad. He rides a motorcycle on the stage. Okay, but fucking... Fucking... uh, Fucking... Bruce Dickinson fights a Samurai Eddie on stage. He flies a fucking airplane. He flies an airplane over the stage. (laughs) My God, dude. Bruce is running around with the Union Jacks flag, man. Fucking... Just waving that shit around. He fucking has two fucking... Flamethrowers coming out of both his fucking arms,
6: fucking fuck! Who's Iron Man best? kills Judas Priest live. Hey, Paul hey, was was the best? Was Charles dude. making a dig? At, hey. <clears throat> was Charles making a dig at at uh, Death Leopard there with his uh? Arms yeah. On it? Oh yeah. Well,
0: I'm, I'm used to <laughs> yeah. it, so
7: I kind of overlooked it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you'll, you'll get the old classic or Sharon option too on something too. But so. I'm saying sure, I've seen well.
0: Priest. And made with the same year this year. Maiden kicked Priest ass. Fucking. Bruce even took. A guy jumped up on stage, man. And Bruce at the show I was at. He fucking motions him to come to him. He gets him, gets him a headlock and throws him to security. How badass is that? Taking out as the trash. Kids,
5: as you kids say. Sorry, not sorry. I like Priest better. Uh, That's smart. the way it
7: goes, kids. I'm older than.
0: But oh, I will say oh, that I
7: will say the priest concentrates more on the music. They didn't concentrate more on the theatrics. Like no,
0: fuck, was- the music was perfect, except-, <laughs> oh, except for Yannick Gears fucking fucking looking like a madman, not even playing unless it's his song he's, that he played he's, on.
5: He's tough to stand up for Priest. That fucking well, guy. I can
7: say one thing oh. for Priest. Dude, I love- I'm, not, I'm not knocking Priest at all, dude. I loved Judas- you. But
0: I think Maiden's better, in my opinion. I love Priest, but I but fucking Maiden is better because fucking... i i, I a musicality, Maiden puts on a great show, but I give Priest one thing, they don't have a clown on stage in Yannick Gears.
5: Well, let me borrow a phrase from Eddie Canastrachi, my Oasis blood brother. This is a nice segue. Am I wrong for liking Priest better than Maiden? No. Exactly. We all oh, we all like what we like. We dig what we like, and that's it. That's the way it goes. Merciful fate forever. All right, Mark, your your take. Go ahead.
0: Oh well, I have nothing else to say. You're right, but uh, I want Jerry to introduce this album
7: because I I think he loves it. Jerry, what what are we doing this week, buddy? I, I just want to say to Bob, it's like, look, you know, this is the first time we've interacted. I'm not a U2 hater. All right, I love them all the way up to the Josh Joshua. Hort- as a matter of fact, I will uh go all up to Rattle and Hunt. There's some good tunes on that. But after that, man, I'm sorry. They just they just lost me in their direction. And you know, I might bash this album, but I am I, a fair person. You can come on any show of a band that I do that you don't like and equally bash it. <laughs> I would welcome that. Just don't you know, I just you know I'm just not big on this album. So
6: That's it, fine. I will say that <clears throat> if they didn't get trashed for Rattle and Hum, they would have not went into the direction that they went in with Octo Baby, so there's was a little bit of I, out there. I like Rattle and Hum. I mean, with the Dagger,
7: You can Harlem's on that, too, right? Or is that on, yeah, the it's on there? Yeah. Fucking great tunes, man. I, I'm not mocking that at all. I'm just mocking the
6: <clears throat> I'm actually trying to start a campaign to get that movie re-released on 4K because it's out of print. I've actually had a little Twitter conversation with uh, the director. Nice,
0: Phil. Yeah. Jock, what, who's the director?
6: Uh, Phil Jonau. Yeah, I, I, I can't pronounce it. Last name. I can't. Yeah, I can't say it either. Jonau or
0: whatever. Yeah, that'd be awesome because I I'm, I used to have that on VHS, dude, and I, I love that movie. I know they look a little wooden, you know, in talking to the camera at that time. They got better yeah. over time, but they uh, they learned from that, and I think they expanded. And I don't think. Without them getting that criticism, we would have got albums like tongue Baby, which I think is one is their masterpiece. Man. That
5: one rules. Yeah,
0: I'm just that saying they needed that fire right there. That fired them up.
6: They to change. Yeah. Is that we, that, already that song, we already
7: know. That album, does that
6: talking about
7: that album numb on it? All right, no. Well, that's Zoropa. We'll talk
0: about right. that when we get to this album.
5: Well, Mark, I we already know how much you would love to be just... Held and caressed by Bono, the greatest <laughs> punk man you've ever said in the history of music and all that. I want to know about Bob Hayes' fandom of you two. So go ahead, Bob. Go so I'll tell you. I was
0: going to get into that, but thank you. <laughs> okay. I, yeah.
5: I need to know. I got to know this because I want to say my part after he's done.
0: Okay. okay. And, then, and then we'll ask Jerry, too.
5: All right. Jerry already said. He already said. He said. Oh,
0: okay.
7: Than me. Right? I didn't say you it yet. Could, go
6: ahead. And you, you said, said he liked it. Rattle and Hum and Joshua Tree and that was about no. it. No, he liked no, liked no, it.
7: Everything, everything, everything before that I liked too.
6: Yeah. yeah. Alright. Okay, so um I was introduced at the tender age of six to you 2 by a neighbor who had the uh, the cassette for the Joshua Tree and just came out at that time. And so um when I turned seven, like, maybe not too long after that, is when he gave me his cassette, and so I started playing it and playing it and playing it. I probably wore it out, too. But, um... I I did hear... I remember hearing Mysterious Ways on the radio around, like, the early 90s, but I didn't buy the cassette for that album, Oxygen Baby, until probably a couple years later after that. And 1997, um, after seeing... Their pop mark show in Eugene, Oregon. That's when I became a diehard for life.
7: There you go.
6: Because yeah. that, that show
5: just blew my mind. Well, that's fine. Yeah, Mark, wait, can I go or yeah, you go for it, man. Love love affair I'm with you, I too. you. Yeah, I'm probably. being you're the oldest here. <laughs> you oh,
3: don't call me old. <laughs> <laughs> Actually,
5: Bob, I remember I'm gonna have to ask Mark, he'll know. When did the single uh In the Name of Love, Pride in the Name of Love come out?
0: That was the unforgettable fire album. That was before uh, nineteen eighty four. Nineteen eighty
5: four, yeah. It's all over the radio. Like mad crazy. That was when like rock radio ruled, dude. Sometimes you would get like unforgettable fires type song, then you get Ten Arm Death Leopard, the real Death Leopard, by the way, right <laughs> after it, and then you'd get fucking ACDC, You know, what I mean, and then the people that were ordering us and ordered the Mark too, they knew back when it would be like Led Zeppelin Wings, and then it was cool back then. Radio was cool, so I really enjoyed that song. I liked it a lot. It's like, wow, that's a cool song. And then not long after that, I saw a video that to this day I fucking love. Even though Mark will make fun of Oasis for playing the place, the Red Rocks in Colorado, but it was that video. What was the song, Mark? You know it Sunday better Bloody than Sunday? I. Thank you. The Sunday and Bloody Sunday video. Yes, it was tremendous. Uh, the New Year's Day video. Absolutely phenomenal, man. I actually did enjoy even the Beatles ripoff of uh, where the streets have no name. Wait, video. what? Oh, yeah, they ripped that off from Let It Be. Yeah, they did.
6: Oh, okay, when they played on the rooftop. Okay. Yeah, yeah. to include the cops. Thank I thought you me. were saying that they ripped off the Beatles. Well, they
0: did that in honor of the Beatles. They they, they, right. they, they did this in honor. They weren't ripping them off. They gave them homage doing that, dude. That's it's a normal
5: yeah, it wasn't complete rip off. I'm being unfair. This
0: was in L.A. At least we got an America version of it. On top
5: right. of Tower Records, yeah. right, Mark? Yep. They were downtown L.A. I tried yeah.
6: looking for that building that they were on like a couple times.
5: Wrong, right, Mark?
0: I think so.
6: So
5: I, I mean, I've known you two for a long time. I did not really like the direction they went with the. The album came out in '91. What was that album, Mark? Correct, you know, straight me up. Octung Baby.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah, that's what I just said. The cla- I, I love that In- album.
5: Masterpiece. But one is a tremendous song. I absolutely fucking love that song. And first of all, 1991-92 was the greatest year to be a rock fan ever. Yes, yes. Period. Just look at the VMAs of 1992. So I don't, I do not despise YouTube at all, at all. But I'm kind of with Jerry, unfortunately, I think they hit a point where something just went awry with me. And it became like, I might like a song or two. Mark makes fun of me because I like the song Lemon.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
5: I like it too. Oh, God. It's oh, kind of Prince. Can
0: I just go to the bathroom and throw up right
5: now? <laughs> <laughs> Prince like a little bit, and I like that's the not uh,
0: Prince. Song.
5: It's like it. It's not. It's kind of like reminiscent. And then I like that song with the feet all over Edge's face and shit. No, oh, okay. Yeah, I like uh, that. I,
0: that's a horrible one too.
6: I like it. I think the I'm, sound he does on that song kicks ass. Oh,
0: yeah, it's I like weird. St- stayaways. Off that album I think that's it
5: however as
0: far yeah it's a far so, yeah.
5: as I've heard pointed out to me my one of my favorite artists in the history of the world Noel Gallagher loves you too he doesn't care he doesn't give a fuck that everybody around him is like what's wrong with you that's why I like Noel
6: Gallagher <laughs> Liam hates him so that's why you don't like Liam uh, uh well I don't like him now but I don't buy his whole attack on YouTube because there's plenty of evidence out there on the internet that proves that they were friends. And all oh, started with, and man. all started with Popmart as well. Ooh. Oasis Oasis supported YouTube on two gigs. Which ties into this album.
5: Yes. Enough. Yes. But didn't the Popmart Tour didn't Kmart have something to do with the promotion?
6: Yes, they 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 unveiled their plans for the tour in that lingerie section of a of a uh, Kmart in Manhattan, if I remember. Yeah, and
5: that's what I'm saying. I mean, me
6: and I don't know why why they
5: chose to do it there. They could have done it someplace better, but because back then Kmart was still fighting for its life, it was actually still somewhat relevant. But
7: miss Kmart. I, I miss Just, old Kmart when they had the cafeteria
5: and shit. Oh yeah, man. And the liver and onions plate. You know what I'm talking about
1: right there. Dude, yeah. I used
0: to go to Kmart. My mom would take me to Kmart to get school clothes. Yes, I was one of those kids you made fun of wearing Kmart clothes. Uh, and I would go, Mom, why, why? I would try on all the clothes really quick. Can we go to the record size? Can we go to the record store? And I, I'd be picking out records, dude. I'd be taking some vinyl home or a cassette. I remember when I passed out getting a blood test she bribed me, I'll buy you two records if you get your blood test. And I looked at the needle and passed out. But uh, I'll just say, Kmart day, has a lot of good memories for me.
1: One day,
5: I don't know if Terry had it, but me and Mark talked about it. I'm going to pull a Lee moment here. One day, on America's Podcast, we're going to review, I believe, Chipmunk Punk. <laughs> Chipmunk Punk? I had that vinyl. I got that rest. from
0: Kmart.
6: Exactly.
5: <laughs>
0: yeah.
6: so this is like Alvin and the yeah. Chipmunks done
5: punk songs By
0: dude. <laughs>
6: there was no oh. punk songs on
5: it. It was, it was, it. was all his Blondie, flashy. Call by uh,
0: Sheroda. You yeah.
7: know, new wave. I, I, I think I'm busy that day, guys. Oh, I'm shut
0: just... up! <laughs> I thought you liked the, your old. What What album would you do as a child, uh, Jerry? Like, what was your best childhood
7: album? Led Zeppelin 4
0: Like a dope oh, Get out of here! You know, the first albums I liked were the Beatles, *Sgt. Peppers, Edge*
7: and Florida first album, Double Vision, but I still had the Chipmunk the, records on the, the side. Very, the very first album I ever owned was Sticks, The Grand Illusion*. That was the very first album that I owned. I never owned any of that. Chip- well, oh.
0: I'm just saying, you oh. still didn't listen to like like Chipmunks on the side?
7: I, I don't remember. I'm not saying that I didn't. I just don't remember. You know, don't the Christmas Christmas I was never, No, I was never into that. Sucking are
5: we gonna do trendy. we're gonna do the data game no problem you know what the first final i had the complete lp was jerry
7: what
5: nick gilder exactly and i was like mom why did you bother <laughs> this whole? i just
0: listened to the oh. one song i just laughed like an elitist i'm sorry charles
5: does he have
7: another hit song besides that oh
5: no. and do you know what but you do you really know uh honest got truth because we had an eight track deck that's yeah, right. as how old i am i did too. the first album that just hit me and just floored me on an eight track kiss alive too buddy my my,
0: my personal double vision on eight track
5: tomorrow and tonight i played it repeatedly and then when i got grown I was like this song sucks <laughs> my favorite kiss songs from the seventies days but
7: you can roll all night. And you all couldn't
5: time. tell me back then, though. That song didn't kick ass. So yeah, we had a track, the first out, first record I ever had, though. And this is why Mark, when he picks on me and bullies me for loving Abba, <laughs> I don't Abba see that it was an Abba '78 EP from Burger King. <laughs> Burger King.
0: Yep.
6: Yeah. There you go. Take this record, kid. Alright. I, I got a couple things. My first album that I ever owned was ZZ Top's album Afterburner on cassette. And that's another band I'd like to do on Freeform sometimes is just ZZ Top, but do um, a review of Eliminator. And yeah. then...
7: Yeah, I, would, I love that album. So. Yeah. Well, no spoilers if we're going to
0: do a review of it. I don't care what you think of it now. <laughs>
6: Hey, oh, I I have to get into the uh, in-depth portion of it. That was just a, that was just a cliff notes. But then I got a question for uh, Charles. Um, so right. you're you're an ABBA fan? Um, I haven't really gotten to ABBA because you know the, the stigma around that band, that group. But um, I, 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 you know that I, that it sucks. <laughs> I agree. <did> <laughs> they do suck. They suck. Fuck. But but, but, the que- but the question I have is that uh, have you heard that new album of theirs? So what do you think of it?
5: I I really I honestly haven't. They have I a new have. album. I have. Well, no, all I I the haven't.
0: Nutswingers, swingers, Jerry, Eric, Ernst, Jordan, Doctor, fuck, love it. So enjoy, I have, guys. I, I have no problem. I, have.
5: It. <laughs> okay. I will admit it. No, I I can't make an opinion on that. I just stick to the. They, I love them, but I don't listen to, like whole albums. I listen to like the compilations. Yeah, the greatest hits. Yeah, yeah I don't like deep dive. The they were oh. on the first
0: season of Saturday Night Live as a musical guest. I have it on DVD. It sucks. No, I mean, this fucking, I, I, fast forward through that shit. I but mean, the B-52s I are also on there, which they rule. Thank
5: you. Lots What's wrong with an incredibly bl- hot blonde chick and a hot redhead chick? Just singing some songs like Ace to Base, huh, Mark?
0: Oh Nothing. no! Come on, no, no. Yeah. Eden. Ace to Base isn't a real band. That I didn't like- say they're
5: not bands. Hit mute. Hit mute. Oh, dude. Just look. I, at them.
0: I do. I fast forward it if it's on my DVD.
5: I really wouldn't. Just I. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. I love ABBA, but I'm not like wearing T-shirts. I'm not like.
0: Oh yeah. Who do you I like mean, better, ABBA or B-52s? ABBA. You suck. <laughs> you know what? Rock Lobster. Hey, Dude, like there's the song, more than like. Rock Lobster. Yeah, I'm going to be that person. What other songs do they have, Bob? I love songs. Besides Love Shack. Rome. Love
6: Shack, Rome. Oh, okay, God. you're um, going all the hits. Give me some party, deep... party Out of Bounds. Give me some
0: deep tracks, man. Uh, Give me some songs... Mesopotamia.
6: Song for Future generation. That's, I a, that
0: that's a single. I
6: thought it was a deep cut. No. It's a fucking single, dude. Uh, um, hey, Private what? Idaho. Single. These are all Here songs on the greatest <laughs> hits, dude. But I can <laughs> name more than just Rock Lobster. All right, I'm just point. fucking with you. But I was going to be... <laughs>
0: just the point we're talking about earlier. Yes, I'll be one of those... Because I'm a huge B-52s net swinger. All right, go Charles. Okay, so I'm hold, sorry. Hold on. the in Idaho. The B-52s didn't
7: just ruin their own band. Keisha Lorraine. Their, their singer came to REM and ruined that band.
5: Yes, Jesus Christ! I man.
7: love that oh,
6: album. That, oh. album. that song like rules. A, a shiny happy, like, people. shiny happy
7: people. Oh come
6: on! Stuck. I love that song. It's hey, how about, fun. How about Shiny Happy Monsters? Monsters is a great album. They did yeah. that. They did that on Sesame Street.
7: Dude. Shiny happy people is seriously kind of hot though. I'll
0: You're calling
5: that. the devil to come to bring come to Earth when you listen to. that. Bullshit. It's but, horrible. But it's dude.
7: funny because
0: R.E.M. is such a serious not band fun. and they're they're make that song sounds so happy, but when you read the lyrics, it's dark as fuck. It's like Cheap Trick, dude.
5: It's not funny. Yeah, I myself it, they're they're, with they're the making
0: dark. a point, making happy music with dark lyrics like Cheap uh, Trick was doing.
5: Bro, I'm not that fucking clever, smart guy. You gotta be direct. I'm a KISS fan. You can't be a Kiss fan and be in the lead. You don't like Cheap Trick? Yeah, but they didn't write. They I don't wrote know dark think...
0: songs that sounded happy.
5: Well, so did the Beatles. The
0: yeah, Beatles I, I, that's why I don't understand. You don't like Shiny Happy People? It's in the vein of those bands.
6: It sucked. That's why. Actually, to be fair, Michael Stipe doesn't even like that song.
0: Well, who cares? Well, that, then I'll go by him, and it sucks because I and go by I, I go by the band Rush when they say tai Shan sucks. So. I, I like the
5: beat Dulley. Dulley. on songs where just the chicks sing. The, the dude gets annoying to me.
0: I love Fred. <laughs> Fred, is, <laughs> Fred has my yeah. favorite song with him. But you do know they lay down the law. <laughs> I'm no yeah. student of ancient history. I fucking love his voice on fucking Love, Jack, He's got a very interesting vocal
6: take on his song. Gise
0: Lorraine, dude, is such a fucking classic. He sounds like
5: I, a game show host. I love you're, it. You're pushing Eddie Canistracci for Mister Alternative now. <laughs> I <laughs> love
0: the P52s, dude. Yeah, they're
5: all right. Oh.
7: Enjoy, enjoy.
5: Yeah, I exactly. will
0: enjoy. It. I'll enjoy it for you because those are my facts. All right, Master of Disaster Jerry Super. Oh, you took your
7: facts. Your fat. You got. It. I'll use a word you guys like on your your news network: alternative facts.
0: Yeah, I'm <laughs> not a fucking Republican, pink, dude. I hate pink. politics,
7: but let's not get into this. Uh, Jerry, what album are we doing?
0: We're it's doing.
7: Like, uh, oh boy, we're doing. This has a, been a tough listen for me, man, and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I really, Bob. I'm sorry, man. Steve, like I said, I'm not a YouTube hater, but we're doing YouTube pop. Um. Uh, okay. We're gonna pop off.
0: It was a tough <laughs> lesson. Oh well, yeah, two I, of us are gonna pop off, and two of us, I, us are gonna pop I off. When I first
7: heard, since I, I, never really gave my, uh, I got into YouTube. Oh yeah, I, get I, into your YouTube. And I was I get with my Charles. YouTube. It was, it was around the Pride in the Name of Love, but it was actually the first song before that. The, I think it was the title track called the Unforgettable Fire. Right? Oh yeah, that song rules, dude. That song is probably one of their best songs. That ever. is one of my favorites of all time by them. But you know, I, you know, I they rules. Well, I went backwards, you know, War and Boy and all them, and they were pretty, some pretty good. Shot, they were raw, man, especially live, man. They sound, they had this really great raw ass sound to them, which I loved. Um, yeah. I liked them all the way up. I love uh, Joshua Tree. Great songs on that album, man. Fucking one, of, it's the masterpiece of, of them, in my opinion. Uh, but I don't know. After after that, I just didn't get them, man. They just, they just, uh, they just lost me. And um, can can I, I ask you
0: something, Jerry? Yeah, okay, get right ahead. You're not really into like alternative music, like the Cure. No, and, I'm. I'm like, uh, fucking, what is it? Uh, Peter Murphy, Bauhaus, stuff like that, right? Topechmode, yeah, Mode See, you're not into that. That's why you didn't get the later half of you. And that's probably true. And that's probably yeah. why. And that that's why sense. me and Bob probably do. Right,
6: because okay. at, at its core, you two are an alternative rock band. I mean, they even won a Grammy for alternative rock. That's not uh, fair because there likes to be a lot of uh, fucking alternative shit. So
5: that's not necessarily fair. Jerry just didn't, didn't do it as well. Jer-
0: on Jerry's part, because he didn't get the sounds they were going for when, after the Joshua Tree. That's what I was right. trying
5: to say. Yeah. All right. you don't, they, had, they,
7: had, they had orcs, man. They had mysterious ways. I liked. I liked uh, Vertigo. That was a cool tune. I mean, you didn't so like they did. the Fly? No that song oh, was I love that fucking song. <laughs> there was some there were some good songs after that but as far as complete albums no they lost me and there's some good songs on this album too I have to, there, well there's one good song on this album but uh <laughs> but yeah. I'm not gonna totally bash it there's a lot there is some bright spots on this album in my opinion so let's get to it well well let me
0: say I, I got into YouTube because of war seen that video for sunday bloody sunday and the new year's D- day and then I, was in line, this year. I was in line to get fucking unforgettable fire so i was with this band before they fucking blew up they were on the verge of blowing up when i got into them and then the joshua tree just hit i just remember that video coming on from with or without you black and white bono looking cool as fucking fuck my god the emotions he put into that song i was like oh my god i love this band that I, I I've been to this band before they hit it I went back and got October when I was into uh war so October's me and Bob discussed October and boy I think so <laughs> <laughs> all right man but let's get into this album YouTube pop this is like one of their least selling albums but it still hit a million it was produced by flood Howie B Steve Osborne released March 3rd 1987 so I a recording this 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 March
5: 4th. 97, 97 which was yesterday
0: 97 i mean 97, so they had a birthday this, yesterday so they had a this album had a birthday as we're recording of this as march 4th uh, so the album turned 27 years old and i remember getting this on the first day but uh let's get into this record shall we i'll get into blah i, fuck, I suck all right man i had it ready and then i didn't have there it is all right, man. We get into the first song. That was the first single off this album that I saw on MTV. So we'll start with the guest first. Bob, what do you think of "Disco Tech"? Oh my! <laughs> all right, we, you just gave your review away, bitch. <laughs> oh,
7: you heard that? you're supposed to hear that. Right,
6: Disco
1: Tech.
7: I'm just fucking with you. No, you're uh, not. All right, uh,
6: Disco Tech. Um, it's a fun flopping album opener. And the edge, as usual, comes up with sounds to push the envelope of what the guitar can do. And Adam Clayton's bass is deep and buzzing. And Larry Mullen Jr.'s drums are pumping throughout the entire track. Boom, cha.
1: <laughs> Boom, cha. <laughs> yeah.
0: Char- oh, you, Charles, you want to go next or, or uh, after Jerry?
5: Well, I mean, Jerry already kind of said it, but I mean, yeah, I'll go ahead. Right, uh, ahead. Disco tech here. Oh, Lord. Man. (laughs) This is hard to even describe. This is not my kind of scene at all. I vaguely remember when this came out and it's a silly-ass video with the knockoff of the uh, village people. They were having fun. I'm sure this is one of the reasons that I see Bono as pompous. He's always trying to make some kind of statement. That apparently only he knows what he's talking about. I do hear some elements of the song That I do believe influenced Chinese democracy because by the way Axl Rose is a massive U2 fan Uh, But unfortunately Not the tracks on this album that I would go for perhaps if it wasn't so mashed up production wise it wouldn't be so mad so bad i'm going to give it like letter grades so i'll give it a d minus well
0: on that production wise thing uh i was reading that they were kind of rushed into this album because uh the drummer had back problems so they're in there making the making this record without him and then when he finally came back they were on a hurt hurry up to finish this album because they had their manager already booked the pop Mart tour so uh but it's it We'll get into this album how I feel about it, but their, re-
6: their record label was hurting for for uh, hit making album as well,
5: so yeah, they, they, were they were kind of, rushing, of
0: rushing them to get the shit out. So
5: but I still gave it a D minus. Jerry, go ahead.
7: Oh boy, um, there's some cool parts to this song. I will admit, I like uh, Bono's low register during the verses. He's got like a low register and the high going at the same time, kind of like a dual lead type of thing. That part is pretty. I think Edge's guitar, though, is way over freaking produced on this song, in my opinion. Way, way, way synthesized, in my opinion. But the bright spot in this whole album is Adam Clayton's bass playing. The guy showed up for this album. I'll give him that much. Now, you guys know this better than I do, but there's drum machines in this album. Am I correct? Yes, they use sequencing because Larry Larry Mullen Jr. was hurt with his back.
0: (laughs) I I can't really. He did come in and they did rework the songs for him, but they still
7: use some of that sequencing.
6: He's still having back problems to this day.
7: Yeah. <laughs> but man, I when this came out I was like I I my my fucking jaw dropped. I'll see if I be, had to come on this album. I do not like this at all. D minus is a
0: generous grade. <laughs> well you got your <laughs> horns up, but you're not doing horns up on not on another one.
7: I'll give it one out of five.
0: One out of five. Oh,
7: well, there are like, parts to it? Adam Clayton's bass pretty badass, so... Can't bash it all up.
0: Yeah. Let's get this one thing straight. This is not a disco album. It's more uh, in vain of Octong Baby and uh, fucking Kiss Dynasty. You know, they called that a fucking disco album. You know that wasn't a disco album. This is the same thing here.
6: It's an album influenced by club music. Yeah.
0: This song is fucking rules. Fucking Bono is fucking cool. I don't I don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't care. Fucking this album. Fucking rules. Spoiler alert. Fucking don't. And this is like Rush, man. They don't follow trends. They make them. This, oh, this is them. <laughs> like, what they started on Octagon Baby, and brought it forward. Love Ew.
1: it. <laughs>
5: I take care.
0: All right. Did we, we get to the next track? Do you feel loved, uh, Bob?
6: Yes, I do. (laughs) Um, Every time I hear this track, Adam's bass stands out for me, and it's memorable, and I can literally hum his bass line. Um, Some decent vocals from Bono here, and his lyrics seem pretty deep. The edge ranges from shimmering to abrasive on this track. Overall, the track has a groove that's evident near the end. I was one of the lucky few to hear and see this performed live on early Pop Mart shows before it was cut from the setlist.
0: What do you think about it, uh, Charles?
5: Well, there are a few elements to the song that are okay. bass line is okay, but I'm on the fence about the guitar effects. Why is You Two trying to be Radiohead? That's all I'm hearing at this point. Why is Radiohead
6: trying to be u Two? Yeah. If you strip back
5: this song a bit, you might have a decent song here. Better than Disco Tech. I'm going to give it a C.
0: <laughs> Jerry, u
6: Two was Two was doing this stuff before Radiohead started doing theirs. Exactly. Because back then, Radiohead was only known for that song, Creep. Mm, which, sounded, which sounded very grungy. Yeah, it
5: did. Their only good song, by the way. I yeah. agree.
0: So, Jerry, do you feel loved? What do you think about it? Oh,
7: man. Um. <laughs> uh, I think um, this on, I, sure. I mentioned this on the DS show the other night about something... Enya meeting nine-armed Led Death Leopard. Uh, <laughs> I just don't get this song at all, man. Uh, again, Adam's bass like like uh, Bob said, man, is, is awesome in this song, but I uh, just don't like it, man. Another one out of five.
0: All right. Uh, I'm with Bob on this one. Listen to the bass Everybody said that Adam's bass line is fucking amazing so far bono is fucking an amazing vocalist and the edge with those ambient guitars and larry no one sounds like him he plays to the lyrics like he did like uh alice cooper said that when he had him on his album larry said give me the lyrics and he said why do you need the lyrics he said, because i played the lyrics not to the bass you can hear that on this song i didn't know that till later but now, now revisiting this album i could see how larry does play with the lyrics Because he seems to move with Bono's voice. And it's fucking amazing. I like this song. And then we get to uh, MoFo. Which Bob picks. So here's MoFo on the Freeform Rock podcast. Yeah,
6: that was mofo bob why'd you pick this track um it was funky at the intro before the unforgettable techno riff kicks in um bonner has gotten to a deep place in the lyrics as he stated a few times in the public the song is the most personal he's ever written especially during the bridge where he asks his mother if she's still his son because you know he lost his mother at the age of 14. Um, i love what the edge is doing with his sounds all over this track I saw this track performed live. It was as you hear it here on the album. And as 1997 went on, they changed the live arrangement. So if you see a Pop Mart show on YouTube or even the Pop Mart live from Mexico City, it's much better performed live.
0: So what do you think about it, Charles?
6: Uh, You know, some people
5: don't like, say, reggae or country music. And like being crossed over into rock music. This is how I am on whatever the hell this is called techno, industrial. I don't know. It's not a sound of crap to me. It's a loose stool variety, too. I've given up on the letter grades at this point. This just really sucks. But hey, I will say smart people like this shit, and I'll stay comfortable. I'm going to stay very comfortable knowing that I'm not one of them.
7: Oh, God, thanks.
5: <laughs> mm.
7: Jerry yeah I myself said what the hell is this I didn't get this at all uh, they got it when well, they got the lyrics right this is definitely mother sucking rock and roll in my opinion but uh yeah this song nothing salvageable in my opinion on this song this is it's not a good tune don't like it yeah what? I like this
0: and there's a good remix on an Artificial Horizon uh, if you guys want to hear because the band wasn't happy with the production later uh, put this in your car so blow your fucking will Love the groove to this song plus the edge of that killer rhythm i give this a three out of three three out of three so far in this album man this album is fucking kicking ass for me and then we get to the next song if god will send his angels bob
6: this is where the party has ended and the hangover begins i love the band where it comes in at minute and 28 seconds. I remember one time in the summer of 1997, I had been playing this track and messing with the equalizer settings until you could hear nothing but Adam Clayton's bass throughout the entire house at a loud volume and people telling me to turn the music down. But, um, other than that, it's an alright song.
0: Okay, Charles.
6: Hmm. Now
5: this one isn't so bad. This is more like it to me. I actually can hear a bit of the songs you two do that are more to my liking. I dare say I hear a bit, just a tiny bit of blur influence on this track. The chorus melody is reminiscent of the song, The Universal, vaguely. So people don't wanna go out there and listen to it and compare, I just say vaguely. Different chords in that, but it reminds me of it. So far, it's the best song on the record to this point, but still a bit too techno-ish for me. I'm going to give it a B-.
7: What about you, Jerry? I mean, Charles are on the fucking same exact page today. I feel the same way. This is not a bad tune. Nice got slow grooves. It kind of gets a little boring after a while, but I don't hate it. I mean, it's nice. It's not as overproduced, in my opinion, as the other three songs. So, I'm going to give this one a a three out of
0: five. I like this song, so. Ah, shit. I had in my uh, notes to look up the <laughs> lyrics, but I'm too lazy right now. Now they slow it down. Bono's lyrics always hit me emotional and right down to the soul. This song reminds me of the un- the song of the Unforgettable Fire. And the Joshua Tree albums with that, nah. s- that sound that the Edge is doing with the guitar tone. Uh, that guitar tone is fucking amazing. Larry is so underrated as a drummer. He's in my top ten. And Adam with that bass, people say they can't play. Get the fuck out of here with that. They could fucking play way better than Motley Crue and Poison.
6: <laughs> What's the name of that Meg Ryan movie? Isn't it uh, City of Angels? City of Angels, yeah. yeah. They
0: have a great song on there, yeah. The
6: song was featured on that soundtrack.
0: That movie sucked, though.
7: I liked it. Oh. It fucking I like sucked. Meg Ryan. I, I could watch Meg Ryan fucking scrub the toilet. Dude, and that movie was bad. horrible, man.
6: It was
0: like fucking Scientology shit.
6: <laughs> Why wasn't Tom Cruise in it? I have
0: Allie. no idea. Uh, fucking, That's his alley. Fucking, what's his name? Uh, fucking, what's that H- guy's H- name? H- H. No, what's that guy's name? John Travolta ruined his career doing Scientology movies. Battlefield Earth. <laughs> get Tom, the shit uh, out of here with that.
6: Tom Cruise.
0: <laughs> Tom Cruise does not ruined his career. Tom Cruise is awesome,
6: dude. Yeah. Well, Tom Cruise is the one doing Scientology.
0: He doesn't right. do Scientology movies like fucking stupid John Travolta did.
6: <laughs> oh, I didn't I didn't see his movies.
0: Battlefield Earth. You didn't see Pulp, Pulp Fiction, dude?
6: I've seen Pulp Fiction, and I've that seen... That brought his career
0: back, dude. You didn't I've seen, see uh, Peace uh, Off?
6: I've never seen that one.
0: With did you see
6: Saturday Night Mark's real favorite? Oh, I've never seen... Movie. I remember seeing Greece and uh, what uh, look who's talking, and that's yeah, about it.
0: he had good movies <laughs> until he started doing Battlefield Earth, and everybody goes, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Ah,
6: <laughs>
5: uh, uh, was just a bump in the road.
0: Well, he hasn't made on. a movie like a hit movie since but, since fucking <laughs> his other shit. Uh,
6: whatever. So Quentin Tarantino revived his career, yes. and then he ran into the ground.
0: Yep. Well, he did. No, he did a few good movies until he ran into the ground with Battlefield Earth.
6: He ran Barry Tepper's
5: career, too. Who's that? The guy that was the good guy in that movie. He was in Private Ryan. The Private sniper. Ryan. Oh. The guy that got On oh,
0: Battlefield up. Earth. I, I watched five minutes of it and go, what the fuck is this shit?
5: It sucked. It, it was dude,
0: he, I couldn't even he, last five minutes. He was the sniper in Private
7: Ryan, right?
5: Yeah. Yeah. He played Mickey Mantle or uh, Roger Maris in that movie about Mickey Mantle and Ryan. Roger yeah, the like drop
7: off in the face of the earth, man. After that, that's true.
6: Yep, he did. I think we're getting way off topic here. Well, have <laughs> yeah. We, we, have yeah. you
7: listen to the show?
5: <laughs>
6: yeah. We do whatever. We, we
5: just do whatever,
0: form. dude. All right. All right, man. Stop being a stickler for fucking time. All right, <laughs> then we get to the next song, which is "Staring at the Sun." Which I was surprised none of you guys picked this, but uh,
6: you
5: surprised really? Yeah, yeah, I am
0: surprised. <laughs> uh, Bob, what do you think about it?
6: I actually really like this track as you hear it on the album. I think it's a shame that the band were never really able to figure it out in a live setting, so Bono and the Edge had to perform it acoustically. Bono's lyrics are cool, and I love the chorus, and I love that wah wah riff that's used in the chorus.
0: Uh, Charles, so why you hate it?
6: Oh, here we
5: go again. <laughs> I hear an okay, but albeit pedestrian song here, but the style of the production just ruins it for me. Is this truly the type of song that brings new fans in? Like, if you were going to start right now and say, be a U2 fan, are you going to listen to Staring at the Sun? I doubt it. But it it was another attempt to stay contemporary, and why? Maybe at the time it went over better. It just sounds dated and desperate to stay cool at the time. If it wasn't so try-hard, it'd be a cool production-wise, I would hear a B-side here, maybe.
0: Uh, but I, I'm just saying, this is the <laughs> album that got me back in the UG, because after Zoropa and watching Lemon and Numb, dude, I fucking checked out. Until the sound <laughs> no, came back.
5: got actually interesting. Go ahead, Jerry. When they got interesting. Go ahead, Jerry.
7: Staring at the sun, I'm going to pull out my best Eric Jordan imitation here. What is something I would rather do than listen to this song? Is I would rather stare at the sun. <laughs> this song is just bad, man. Now they did have a they has a cool little acoustic riff in it, which I like. That's man, what I was talking about. Yeah, it's cool, but man, it's just it's just the song just ah, I just don't get it, man. One out of five on this one too. I think this song is the least produced one
0: of the of them all. I think it's more organic and more. Heartfelt. Now, I love this song, and acoustic is fucking great. Bono sounds great, and I fucking love this song. That's why I was surprised. I thought, you know, I was fucked up, but I knew Bob would like it. I thought one of you guys would like it.
6: I was wrong.
0: <laughs> and then we get to the next song, which Charles picked Last Night on Earth on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
1: the bus stop with the news of
0: The last night on earth, why did you pick this, Charles? Did you pick it to fuck with it, or you actually like it?
5: Well, let's see, huh? Uh, I
0: don't know anymore.
5: All right, well, okay, we're way more like it here. Far from a classic song, but a bit more rocking and pleasing to my ears. The guitar sound pretty cool to me on this one. I can imagine this one wasn't too bad live. Got a little decent little groove to it, pretty good chorus.
6: It kicked ass, yeah. from what I remember.
5: Again, it's not necessarily my thing per se, but not too bad for this album and on this track. Not not too bad. I kind of dug it. Bob.
0: Um, I
6: was based rules on the intro and verse. Bono's lyrics here on the song, I've interpreted as describing an apocalypse. Uh, Larry has a bit of a hip hop beat going on, which I like, I and mean, I love the call and response thing that's going on with the vocals during the chorus. Uh, that's between Bono and the Edge when they're singing. You've got to give it away, and they go back and forth. I love that.
0: Cool, Jerry. Bus <laughs> guy.
1: Yeah, um,
7: shut the fuck up. Just, just take the shit out. What was that free album they gave away on iTunes for <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez.
6: Yeah,
7: you well, know well, what? Well, Bonus said
0: sorry for it, so shut the fuck up.
7: Nah, I mean, this song actually belongs on that album, in my opinion. But again... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Adam Clayton says <laughs> what's left of this song. He is a monster on this song. Great bass lines on this. But, oh, there's this... Uh, Next... <laughs> okay, Bob. What were we going to say? I'm not, I'm not saying I had everything written down because I don't want to sound like a total douchebag. Well, but, we like douchebags <laughs> on this show. But, <laughs>
0: but uh, uh, Bob, what we're we going to tell them? Okay, I
6: was going to say to... I was going to say that album was Songs of Innocence. Uh, two, it was not free. Well, it was free for the user, but they were paid by Apple for the rights to stream it to download it for free but bono um, bono
0: did say he did bug apple to do it
1: oh yeah he did it if was his idea book. so yeah
6: you know
0: i love you too, <laughs> but i i'm <laughs> honest
6: I and that's, that's not really a bad album at all <laughs> no, no it I
1: isn't
6: if, that... if you listen to it it's just it was the unf- Cool. Not fair criticism it had gotten because of how it was delivered. No, it was cool of them to do that.
7: Don't get me wrong. A free album from a, a, a role well, no, that's pretty cool. It just was not very good in my opinion. Well,
0: but maybe, that's... you know what they should have did? Apple should have asked to opt in to the free album instead of just putting on everybody's iPhones.
6: I was going to buy it anyway, so oh, for I me, it's it a anyways, gift. Yeah. I eventually bought it later on, but so just I. to give them the money.
7: But I'm just saying... I think I still have it on my phone. Actually, I don't think I got rid of it. Why I would you? It's too. free, dude. It's not. Well, like- that was like, there was like a Drake album that was free too. I got rid of that one right away. They I gave it. a Drake album. I gotta
0: look that shit up. That Something shit needs
7: like to go now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but,
5: yeah, but Drake. I
0: still have- Fuck Drake. Anyway, go ahead, Mark man. Oh uh, my, my opinion on this song. What are we on? Yeah. Last night on Earth, right?
5: Yes. Yeah. I liked it.
0: Yeah, you liked I'm- it. Jerry was okay with it. Bob loved no, it.
5: Herb hated it.
0: Jerry hated it, but he was a little okay with it. Come on. With the book one. He was a
7: little, yeah. Hey, man, nothing bad about Adam Clayton on this whole album, dude. He was incredible.
0: I like Cool with the Beginning with Bono with a little spoken word, and Larry comes in with that U2 rhythm. Even if it's only Larry Drumming, you would know this is fucking U2 by the drum sound. Great, great song. It's like if you listen to the fucking The Police, you hear that Stuart Copeland, you hear that Neil Peart. I put Larry Mullen up there with rec- John Bonham. Recognizable drum sounds. Moon. No. They have the... Rec- Dude, Larry has his own drum <laughs> sound. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes, John Bonham? Come I just on. No, I'm saying like when you hear John Bonham or you hear Neil Peart, you know that's them. Even if there's no vocals or guitars going with it, that Larry has that same thing. I'm not saying he's as good as those drummers. I'm saying that he has his own sound.
5: Like Peter Chris.
6: Yes. Okay. John Bond, to me, is like that Muppet animal. He's just bashing drums everywhere.
0: Oh, it's pretty controlled bashing now. Oh, 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 Like, this podcast is sloppy as fuck, but we're controlled like Jimmy Page. Come on, man. <laughs> but, uh, Last Night on Earth. I, I fucking love this song, man. And I we...
5: dug a little bit, too. Not, like, not gonna get crazy about it, but it was... For this record, it was pretty good. There you
0: go. We will get to parts where I'm not like Lee. Lee said that I love everything, so uh, it's not going to be all wine and roses on this album. Just letting you. Know I wonder something. if
5: Lee is listening. Lee doesn't
0: listen Uh-oh. to shit. He's too much in his own head. Uh, no, he's
5: he's into the shirt tucker
0: thing, talking right? Today, now. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, God, dang, I love long hair, but I don't post a lot of women with long hair. But uh, okay, but uh. Then we get to the next song, Gone, which I, I know Bob knows I love this song. I don't think you other two knew I love this song. So this is the one God. I picked, Gone, on the Freeform Rock podcast by YouTube. 2 I fucking love this song. This is Gone by U2. I'm going first because I picked it. I love this song since the first time I heard it. The drum beat with the pounding bass, Bono's vocals, and man, I know U2, U2, uh, pardon the pun, Jerry and Charles, I've never seen uh, U2 live from Chicago. But the version of Gone on there fucking is far superior than this fucking what, studio uh, track. What you if I told you I have seen it? You seen it? Have you seen the version of Gone on there? Oh, you're right. I haven't seen it. You're yeah. Right. It's where he walks down the whole thing and just sings it personally to the audience. Dude, this is why I say,
4: no, I, I love seen.
0: me some David Lee Roth, but I've never seen him live back in the day, so I can't make a comparison. I've only seen videos. I've seen Bruce Springsteen. I've seen Getty Lee, which he isn't a great front man. He's just a great fucking musician. But I've seen Bono twice, and I have countless live concerts with him. And Tom Petty. I consider Tom Petty and Bono the greatest frontmen of all time because they could do such subtle movements with their hands and arms and the audience will just go fucking just eat right out of their hands and just scream like gruddle.
5: Sir, uh, may I ask, have you seen Paul Stanley live?
0: Uh, no, and I don't want to now.
5: <laughs> no, I, I, let's just cut it. So go ahead.
0: I haven't seen him, so I'm just saying... I've seen Springsteen, I've seen Petty, I've seen fucking Bono. I've seen Daily Roth, but when he was old, which he just did a two-shoe show shoe shuffle, wasn't drumming over jumping over drum risers, but I will give people that, that Daily Roth is probably the greatest frontman of all time, and his album's inhaling fucking rule over Sammy's. All right, I always say that.
6: But we all know is, I have a different opinion about that.
0: Oh, I know. You hate Daily Roth.
6: But I've seen him
0: alive. I so, did too Yeah, and we we didn't see him in his prime so that we can't judge you know you need to see him in his prime go watch the Oakland 1983 thing on YouTube oh I ha-
6: oh, I have I have uh, the Largo 82 bootleg video have you
1: watched it
7: many watch times it. he
6: was he had his bur- he had his birthday on that day and isn't he amazing live I think he comes off as a bit of an ass during parts of it
0: well, that's him. He's fucking ego, dude. That's the best thing about fucking. I'm Dave gonna Lee be Robert. nice. When I'll
5: ever watch Steve Marriott at work.
0: I've never seen him.
5: Go check it out. YouTube videos of that. I'm gonna try to deflect because right, we don't want to dog David Lee Roth. We're talking about you too. Was I do-
0: was I dogging David <laughs> Lee Roth? I think I was
7: kind of
5: saying, good, dude. We're getting we're getting dicey territory here. I can hear Jerry over there.
7: He's. I, yeah, think I don't blame it, man. Hey, man, he's got every right to dog what he don't like. Did I dog Daily Roth? I did not dog Daily Roth. I, mean, I said man, I, didn't get, sm- Bob, I didn't get to see. I didn't get to
6: see him Bob. in his prime, so I, I can't judge. I to Daily Roth, but I'm being nice about it today. Right,
1: I'm just trying to be nice, man. Don't he, don't man. It's it's
5: it was fun, man. Yeah. All right, but I want to keep on topic with Gone. I want to hear how much Mark loves the song.
0: I already uh, did. I already said it. It's time for Bob. Bob, what do you think of Gone?
6: Um, wow. The Edge's guitar sound on the intro is what I've read as being called the 747, and I think it fucking kicks ass. And it's cool that it's used at other times during the song as well. Bono has some good vocals here.
0: God, I ain't going down. Oh, fuck, dude. That guitar going with it. Uh, Charles, what do you think about it?
5: Hey, Bono. Tom York called, said this isn't very good. <laughs> yeah, I had a <laughs> I actually do two good ones in a row on this record. This is two things I don't like about U2 and 1. The boringness of their boring songs, and they're always trying to be cooler than everybody else. Incredibly uninspiring, and I really find what they did to Edge's guitar offensive. Oh, no thanks on this one.
0: I love that. It's like clicking... Like, Italian fucking cowboy movies, dude. He's got that, like, that Emilio
7: fucking...
5: Just rhythm. didn't do that for me, man. I wanna, I'm curious what Jerry thinks.
7: Jerry. I don't hate this song. So I'm the lone hater. I think if they, got, they they stripped this song down, it would be really good. Yeah, watch opinion. Live in Chicago. I have no doubt about that. I, I think the stripped-down version of the song would sound pretty good. Well, wasn't stripped down live
0: in Chicago, but they played it better, and Bono fucking emoted so great on
7: this. Uh, I, I haven't seen this. I have to take your word on it. But... Watch it.
6: Watch it. Performed live from Mexico City. It's like States I
7: said. I, I, I agree. It would probably sound good. I don't hate it. this. Is a three out of five for me. It's one of the better songs on the album. Ooh. <laughs> so, so yeah, we Charles agreed all the way up until this point. I think. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. So uh, then we get to. Uh, Miami. Anybody pick this song? No, they didn't. So I'll go with you, Bob. What do you think of Miami? Um,
6: I saw this one live during an early, the early Pop Mart show that I keep talking about before it was cut from the set list. Um, the rhythm sounds trippy and backwards, and I like that. Bono's lyrics are like poetry here, and I believe the poet Allen Ginsberg actually read them out loud for a TV special before he died. The track gets me moving my head to the grooves that are on during the last section when the band kicks in. Miami, my mammy.
1: Charles,
0: what do you think of Dude, don't make up shit. <laughs> I
5: just
6: want, to remember, I want everybody
5: to remember I didn't hate last night on Earth. Uh a- Hey! We found something that even Hagar is better than.
0: Oh,
5: fuck. <laughs> well, maybe not. I thought we were
0: going to get through an episode without Hagar, but... I maybe I not.
5: But it's better than Nickelback. Oh, God. But, yeah, that's that's it. What the fuck is this song? This is the worst so far. But maybe we got time left for a song to suck harder than this.
7: Jerry. God! Blows. Jerry what do you think yeah, of I'm, I'm back to agreeing with Charles 100% what <laughs> the fuck is this song? this is the worst song I think they've probably ever written in my opinion it is just bad from start to finish don't get it corny sounding and it just I don't uh, don't like it Giving well, giving it a one out of five is generous man but I, I have to give it something so that's my uh, view on that song well, I'm loving Larry's drumming, Bono's
0: vocals, and that bass comes in It's really cool. Different for you, too. Bono's vocals are ear candy for me, and then the edge comes with that cool riff. Kind of parts, kind of sounds like Tomorrow Never Comes by the Beatles in parts here. Uh, Maybe oh. they're doing an oasis and, like, stealing from the Beatles. But it changes. Very weird <laughs> song. Uh, if I could, uh, it works. I like it.
6: How is everybody on the lyrics? They did
5: Elder Scouter first. Alright, let's go to the whatever the next song. (laughs) Charles, is down. (laughs)
0: Uh, Fucking Charles. I hope you're able to do the video.
5: Uh, Yeah, I'm here.
0: Alright, Jerry, you picked Playboy Mansion, so here's Playboy Mansion. I wonder if you picked it as a joke or you actually like it. We'll find out after the song, so here's Playboy Mansion on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
1: is a mystery Michael Jackson history if beauty is truth and surgery the fountain of youth what am I to do have I got the gift to get me through The gates of that mansion. If OJ is more than a dream.
5: I just want to take a second to thank all of you for listening. Please take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Podbean, and join the Freeform Rock Podcast community on Facebook. Now back to the show.
0: Okay,
7: Jerry, that's "Playboy Matching." Why'd you pick this? I closed my eyes, put my finger on the set list of the songs, and I picked this. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. This, in my opinion, is the best song on the album. Um, I love the lyrics. Edge, Edge, welcome to the album. (laughs) He's been on here the whole time, bitch. This guitar fills are great in this song. They're cool. I mean, some cool riffs. Adam and Larry on fire on this song. This kind of reminds me of Joshua Triero, you two. In my opinion, where the fuck has this been for the last eight songs? Four out of five. Damn, you actually
0: liked it. Charles will give me a song he hates as one of his tracks. So
1: so
0: I I don't know anymore what you guys are going to pick. Charles, what do you think of it?
5: Oh, boy. We're making a Michael Jackson reference in the lyrics. (laughs) So clever. (laughs) Why does this dude Bono actually think the world cares about his preaching? Not as terrible as the Miami song. Uh, but I wasn't a fan of the guitar sound. Uh, it's not as knockoff sounding, but Bono has to louse it up with his pompous preaching. Uh, another thing that just turns me off about him and his band. But it was passable for this record, but I still didn't
6: think it was that good. Uh, Bob. Um... I hear all the time stuff people saying stuff about Bono's preaching, but I have yet to find any preaching coming from him. Um, regarding the song "The Playboy Mansion," I'm surprised anybody actually picked it because it's not something I would think anyone would pick. Um, this is a slow hip hop groove at the beginning, a swirly wah wah sound in the background as Bono singing lyrics. I recently caught myself repeating to myself during work, like. I can't forget such gold as, if Coke is a mystery, Michael Jackson is history, which I think was probably a nod to the album history, but could also be an honest dig at Michael Jackson as he became irrelevant by this point. You never know what it is, and that's what's great about Bono's lyrics sometimes. You can get any interpretation from them.
7: That's what I said. His lyrics are actually clever in this song. I, I like them, actually.
0: Yeah, man. And I'm with you, Bob, on the fucking thing. I don't see Bono banging a hammer on people's head with woke bullshit, telling you he fucking talks to the Republicans, he talks to Democrats, he talks to both sides, sides, houses of parliament. He wants to help people. He doesn't care about politics. He doesn't give a shit about politics. He isn't political. He is for people. And he's liberal, realize but... that he doesn't care who will get the job done for him as long as they help people
6: he's liberal but he tries
7: to be as bipartisan as he possibly yes, can more than
0: bruce springsteen oh
7: come on i mean there's a tear coming out of my eyes mark that was beautiful man yeah more
0: than bruce springsteen dude bruce springsteen you could tell where his roots are but bono it's like i don't care I'll suck your dick, Republican or Democrat or Independent. Just help people. Not literally. I know. It was just a, it's what we do
5: you now.
7: I'm going to bring Darth Vader back. Like I said,
5: I'm just a dumb, dumb that doesn't get oh, all fuck the.
0: Fuck off with that
5: shit. Shilly, shilly. Hey! He, lo-
6: he loves Noel Gallagher. <laughs> right. And Liam, even though Liam talks shit about him now.
0: Well, you know and what? That- Charles don't give a fuck about that. And that's yeah. awesome
5: about him. <laughs>
6: I mean, it wasn't the
5: worst. It wasn't Miami. <laughs> that fucking shit. <serious. laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: All right. So my review at the Playboy Mansion, man. Cool town to sit on the couch with a woman, make out the Edge again. He's not a blues place guitarist, man. And people are like our friend, Roger Norris, who shits on him, saying he YouTube would be better if they had a great guitarist. Fuck off, Roger. I love you, Roger, at the same time. But fuck off with that shit. The Edge rules... I like he, like Bob always goes off on these wangy twangy fucking noodling guitar players, which I fucking argue with him at the same time, but I give the Edge credit. He stands out from all the great guitarists. And I consider him a great guitarist, so. He's He's not my favorite.
5: Is he better than Johnny Marr? Huh? Is he better than Johnny Marr?
0: No, yes, he's better than Johnny Marr, and I love Johnny Marr
5: too, yes. (laughs) Oh! I just, he's better
0: he's more consistent than johnny marr and he he does more different sounds than johnny marr does
6: the edge actually explores different territory yeah, nobody, e- nobody ever does
0: nobody ever I, like tries to take the guitar like some eddie van halen or Jimi hendrix you know don't try to take the guitar in a new direction even God, if he dude, gets shitted on he still he played is, what
6: he, he wanted is. to play
5: He's not as good as C. C. DeVille.
6: Uh, Everybody's trying to copy Eddie Van Halen and be are just like him. the still together? Who? The Smiths. No, they're not no, together.
0: They've been to, Johnny Marr and, and Morrissey don't get along at all, dude. Uh, so I don't
7: know. I, like I said, that's another band I've
0: uh, Morrissey's a pompous asshole. You want to talk about a pompous asshole, making everybody eat vegan in fucking, fucking venues you play? Fuck off, fucking, fucking asshole. And fucking leaving at the fucking L.A. fucking Greek Theater because it's cold, bitch. You get, get a jacket.
5: Oh, I'm sorry. I love Johnny Marr. My I bad.
0: love Johnny Marr too. But uh, that was the Playboy Mansion. Then we get to the next song. If you wear that velvet dress, what do you think about that one, Bob?
6: Bono has such a good vocal range, and you can find him singing in a lower register here, and it sounds smooth and sexy in a non-gay way. <laughs> The entire song sounds like a smooth, cool, easy listening music to me. The Edge is very good at slide guitar, and it's nice to see a bit of it here.
0: Okay, Charles, what do you think of this song?
6: Oh, boy. Mono trunk Jarvis Carter
5: here. That came out before. That's right. Paul was out before, not Pope. A little little spoken word, a little singing. That was clever. But there's no way people hear this and go, oh, yeah, man, what fun. (laughs) The bass is pretty cool, though. And it's a bit more sparse musically, but as typical, just so boring. I think it'd be okay as an instrumental and used as a montage scene in an underground film. Uh, Overall, very boring, and uh, I may play it when I have trouble sleeping.
7: (laughs) Uh, Jerry, that's exactly what I got. I don't. The, the humming in the beginning pisses me off. Uh, this is like a fucking bedtime story. It's just boring. Ed's um, guitar to me on this song is way over and way over-delayed, in my opinion. I mean, too much technology in the in his guitar on this whole album. But this song just exemplifies what I'm talking about, in my opinion. Uh, not a great song. One out of five. Well, this song is a victim
0: of the CD Did they need this song on here, or they just wanted to fill up a CD? Uh, this song fucking sucks and very underwhelming. Uh, next, <laughs> fuck this song. What? I don't like it. <laughs> it
2: Sucker.
6: I was just... I was been waiting a long time to hear you praise the album pop for years and. I never expect you to actually not like a song on this album.
0: Because I'm honest, dude. I can't fucking say shit is
7: good. I ain't Terrence weird I complimented what I could, what I thought was good. Oh, dude, this song sucks. Better than Miami. Better in
2: Miami.
6: Well, that, well, yeah, that's fine, but I, I, I've been hearing for years from Mark about how he loves pop. I actually got him the vinyl for Christmas one year. And I've been waiting for him to do this review. I didn't expect <laughs> him to dude, not like I song. I liked album. One to
0: Nine very much. It's the first song I haven't liked out the album.
6: That's a shocker.
0: <laughs> well, I, 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 I'm good. honest. I don't make shit up. I, 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 let me lick Bob's ass today. No, <laughs> I don't do that. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> I don't do that shit. I'm always honest. If I'm not honest, then fucking don't listen to the shows I'm on. Because that's very disingenuous. And fuck True. that shit. I want people to be honest. I want you to be yourself. <laughs> if you don't like something, tell me. Don't tell me you like something because I like it. Fuck that shit. That's boring. There yeah, goes
7: Disgenerous again.
0: You just learned that word, didn't you? No, I didn't. I just I found was a wacky. way to use it.
5: Very <laughs> it to be the last episode of BS. <laughs>
0: hey, I gotta sound like an intelligent drunk? Jeez! Okay. <laughs> I fucking slurred my words during the last episode of the BS Message, If you guys listen to any of that, holy sh- shit and that fucking that that metal church episode jerry did you hear how much of a slurring? i mean that's that's the norm dude it's like
1: <laughs> nothing yeah,
0: at
5: this
1: point <laughs>
0: all right man but uh, i'm critiquing myself but at least i keep the time i'm on good time management here all right yeah. Number 11, we get the screw, oh, screw time management. Screw time management. Well, sometimes you can't because Charles needs to go to work. But uh, yeah. what do you think of please, Charles?
5: Well, okay. At this point, I'm absolutely annoyed. There's absolutely nothing good about this song. And Bono's singing is really bad on this one. Please? Please make this shit stop, really.
7: <laughs> uh, Jerry. Again, I'm going to be short and sweet with this one, and I agree with Charles. Please end this suffering. <laughs> filler on filler. Um, this is just a bad song, man. Sorry. One out of five. And again, at the generous rating.
6: Uh, Bob. <laughs> um, easily the best track on side oh. four. <laughs> if you're listening to the vinyls on side four. It's even better. Better as a single version, but I prefer it live, um, especially during the Pop Mart show. Um, I think it's only been played on that tour also, but um, it's a song that's really asking the other pe- person to talk things out instead of fighting. It's a this kind of song, and I dig it.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with the other two on this song. Oh my God, this is trash. I fucking hate this song. Can it, it Make it stop. Yeah, Jerry and Charles. I agree with you. What happened? The first nine songs were great. This is the victim of the CDH. Let's just put up shit that we didn't finish. Uh, This song is very incomplete. It's horrible. I don't like it. And then we get to, mercifully, the last song on this album, Wake Up Dead Man. I'm going to go with you, Jerry.
7: Jesus, help me finish this. Please get this over with. Forgettable end to a forgettable album, man. That's all I got to say. Charles.
5: Well, it's the last track. And not the worst one. Perhaps the other nonsense I heard, in the exhilaration of it being the last track, tainted my view of the song. But still, pretty bad production to my ears, but I'll give it credit, as I find it lyrically rather bold. Not so bad. But it probably because I'll never hear it again. So maybe that's why I took it as a positive.
0: Well, I'll give you that thing. I don't think Flood has done anything after this album. So uh,
6: Didn't he do some stuff for Depeche Mode after this he one? He did,
0: but, but nothing good by Depeche Mode. <laughs> but I do like, so far, 9 out of 12 songs. But uh, we'll get to your... What do you think about uh, Wake Up Dead Man? uh Pop.
6: I like this album closer a lot. I like how it's stripped down to the bare essentials, although I heard that the original version sounded much different, and I'd like to hear that one someday. I like how Bono is upfront and honest about how the world is Jesus, even though I'm not really a believer of Jesus. This whole song plays as a conversation to Jesus. The bridge is interesting, too, and I've found myself revisiting that part in my head a few times. I love how Bono will sing Wake Up, and then The Edge will respond with two loud strums of his guitar. I dig that. But it's a good album, Closer.
0: Yeah, I was getting worried because the last two songs are shit. Uh, if I can if you wear that velvet dress and please, I was going, oh, please, at least end on a high note. And it's pr- it did. Like I said, I was getting worried. The moodiness of the song, Larry's Killing It on Drums. Very Beatlesque song, at least to me. The edge on this album is like doing spaghetti western riffs. Uh, this record, it's a 10 out of 12 for me because those two songs fucking were horrible. <laughs> so, I do like this album a lot. It's not their best. It's probably... No, Zuropa's at the bottom of my list. This is probably right under Zuropa as ranking, U2 album rankings. But, uh, this will be, it's a good album. It's not a great album. They could have done better, but as I mentioned earlier, they were rushed during the production of this album, and
6: Larry's was out with a back problem. If the record company had, uh, quit good. bothering them, they probably could have made it a bit different.
0: Yes, like off Tongue Baby, they had total time with that one. And then you could tell. But, uh, that's the, that's our review of U2 Pop. And uh, if you guys like this show, ma- make sure and give us a five star review on uh Apple Podcast. My wife will tell you that in this episode coming up, but uh, I'll just say it again. Uh, Charles and Jerry, man, uh, what's your synopsis of this album? Let's start with you, Jerry.
7: <laughs> I thought I gave that uh, Just want to <laughs> make sure. You know what? There there are some there are some salvageable parts in this album. Like I said before, Adam's bass playing is really good. There's a couple good lyrics by Bono, but, you know... And like I said, I'm not a I'm not a YouTube hater. But this album, to me, was just... Was just not very good. And I, I only listened to it three times this week. That's all I could fucking stand. I'm sorry. Um, it was a tough listen. Um, yeah, I just... That's all I got to say. Well, I can't wait to get you
0: guys on the Joshua Tree album, because I know both you motherfuckers like that album. So, uh... Or War. So, uh... But uh, hey,
6: if there's anybody that doesn't like you two, they're not trying hard enough to like them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think somebody tells me that about Oasis.
6: <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say that.
0: Okay, Um merciful fate. Nah, I'm joking. Yeah,
5: uh maybe.
0: But that that was our uh, review of you. Uh, you already said your synopsis of this, Bob. I said what I thought of it. Said ten out of twelve. Let's get into our tracks of the week, Bob. You picked a glamorous glue by Morrissey. But you were talking about the Smiths. That was funny how that came up. And then, Charles, you picked rap- Bad Reputation by Thin Lizzy. Great pick. Yep. Jerry, you picked Journey just the same way.
7: Why not, man? Let's keep Journey
0: going. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm... they're going to be uh, talked about again. Yeah. I heard and in, uh, I picked a band that was compared a lot to U2, at least the earlier U2. So I picked the Alarm Strength. I think it's a fucking great song. Remember seeing them on MTV playing that live MTV concert at USC? Like, that's a raw band. If you guys ever want to check out, like a, like we we should we should probably end the show giving a band we think you guys should listen to. So I'll start that now. I think you guys should go back and listen to the old Alarm catalog. Charles, you have an old band that you want people to uh, hear for the first time?
5: For the first time?
0: Yeah, like the Alarm. I bet nobody's heard the Alarm so. Like, what band do you think is really good, and nobody talks about them?
5: Uh, if I'm putting on spot like that, maybe uh, X.
0: Oh, that's a good pick.
7: Jerry. Dude, I don't know, man. I had to fucking think about that, dude. That's uh, good. I put you on the spot. I'm going to go a Thrash Band. I'm going to go over three inches of blood, dude. If you like Thrash and Heavy Metal, dude, check them out, man. Uh, Bob.
6: Uh there's a band from Champaign, Illinois called Hum. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it really sounds kick ass. They just put out an album after twenty something odd years of not being a band, and then their drummer died recently. But um the album's called Inlet. But um they're known for their song Stars. Yep. Um check that band out.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I'm gonna check a band that I, I never really heard about until Jerry gave them to me on a recent episode with Metal Mike Tyler. You guys need to check out some fucking Metal Church. That Mike Cow guy is really good. And the other singers are pretty good. And they have a new album coming out soon. I want to check that shit out. Because I really enjoyed that fucking album. Blessing in Disguise. So if you haven't heard that podcast. Go check that episode out. Jerry's debut. But uh, that's it. I used to say goodbye at Lee. So fuck you, you and Charles Jerry. Say something to me. I don't fucking know.
1: <laughs>
7: what? Nah, man. You know, this is actually, in spite of me not liking this album, it was actually really fun doing it. Um, like I said, my invitation I, I i solely mean that invitation to Bob. If he wants to come on an episode and bash a band that that he doesn't like and I like, I love <laughs> it, man. I do not. I—I—I I, I can take it as well as as well as I can give it, man. So, anytime you want to do that, just let us know. All um, right. It was great having you on. Thank you. Uh Thanks. Mark and Charles man. I say I love you guys all the time. You guys are great, man. We're like fucking three brothers. I think we're doing a great job of what we're doing.
5: Let's keep it going, man. We are we are the Mo Larry and Shemp of podcasting.
0: <laughs> if we're arguing um, with you who's Mo. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'll take Curly because I snorted all No, man,
7: I'll, you, I got to give you Mo because you are the OG of this podcast, so...
0: Yeah, but yeah. I'm talking about the other things, but I am more like Curly than I am Mo.
5: Jerry's Laria, I guess, because I'm Shem.
0: You're Shem. So nobody's Mo.
5: <laughs> I guess, I don't know. Unless gotta... we get
0: Dr. Fuck on here to uh, guest once in a while. I hope he's Mo. <laughs>
5: yeah, I'll go ahead. Come yeah. here.
0: Alright, well, I'll just say let's get the fuck out of here and see you guys on Zoom.
5: Alright,
0: man. How long, man? 15? Yep. Later, guys.
1: Later. Peace. Bye.
0: The best of rock and heavy metal and some Duran Duran. <laughs> just joking. Where am I? Tune into thatmetalstation.com every Tuesday night to hear the Freeform Rock Show. 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Only on thatmetalstation.com.
7: You have just listened to the Freeform Rock podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock podcast belongs to its owner.